Goodbye with a little help from John Lennon. It's Questions for Lennon. Okay, welcome to Questions for Lennon, the advice podcast where we answer questions emailed in from our listeners. I'm your host, European rock and roll guitarist, John Lennon. And I'm in a good mood. I'm going to bring out my guest in, in just two seconds, but I'm in a great mood. I, I just got off the phone with a radio station in town, K, KZB, ZBB, uh, and th- I just won... Whenever they're going to tour again, I won g and Special Sauce tickets. I couldn't be happier. Uh, you know, th- th- those, those, Philly, those boys from Philly are back at it again. And boy, I, I'm, I, I, I almost did a backflip when I, when I went, got through to the DJ, DJ Ron. Well, so that's, if, I'm in, if I sound like I'm excited today, that's, be, that's why I'm excited. But let me bring out my guest. We, we've, had him, we've had him on the, the pod before, back when we were on a different platform. Uh, maybe you can get those somehow too. I, they're on Stitcher, I think. Use promo code Lennon at Stitcher and get, I think that still is work. Well, good. It's, I think it's good. You know this guy, you know him from, you know him best probably from, uh, the hit movie Bombshell. Please welcome John Gabris. Hey, what's up? Is it, can I, Mr. Lennon, can I call you John? I'm like, I'm so in awe just to be here with you. You can. You're the guy from Get <laughs> Back, right? Same. That's right. Oh, by that little, yeah, that little, uh, that little movie we made. Jesus, yeah, six hours later. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't watch it at all, but I'm a big fan of movies, so it's nice to meet a, a movie star like you. You don't need to watch it. It's too long. I told Peter Jackson, you know, I love what you did with King Kong, but you've got it. You don't know what you're doing here. I did think it was crazy when he put the Urukai in the third episode of Get Back. That that shit was over. I thought so too. <laughs> But here's the thing. It, it was there in the 60s. I know, I know. So. I guess like, I, it's weird for him to include it because it kind of points to his movies a lot. But at the same time, yeah. if the Orakai happens to be the session basis for that day, you got a fucking deal. Right, right. Well, I, what, the part I didn't like is when uh, he, one of the Orakai, he, he ate one of the um, uh, studio assistants. Ooh, yeah. And then he, then he stood up, you know, flexed and announced... Meets back on the menu. <laughs> right. It's not weird at all that the Orakai know the phrase menu, right? Like that's not unusual for the for any of the like <laughs> No, I thought I thought Peter Jackson wrote it into his, his Lord of the Rings movie, but that's what they say. They're big How price they fix guys, the Orakai. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so yes, so uh, we're gonna talk about bombshell extensively. We might not even <laughs> we might not even get to the questions, but I, we do. We will talk about bombshell. John, how are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing great, man. I I, re- I really can't complain. This is ex- this is really exciting for me because like I like drugs and shit. Right. So being here with you, a guy who like famously did was into drugs and stuff. Sure, it's sure. fun for the, it's fun for the, you know, yeah, we th- used this to is do, cool for me. We used to do acid all the time. You would eat it and go to a party or go to, <laughs> or you just sit at home. The party comes to you. The party's in the, in the, well, now we shouldn't, well, I do want to say right now, we don't promote drug use. No, we don't. Uh, so if, <laughs> if you're coming to wherever you're listening to this on, I believe for some reason your show is underneath the sloppy boys. Patreon. Yeah, I, right? I worked out to deal with them. <laughs> 
Well, it's hey, musicians to musicians, everyone's got to help each other out in this exactly. pandemic time. No one can tour. The sloppy boys can't go do sketch festivals or wherever they I know. perform. I know. <laughs> and then it's you can't. <laughs> terrible out there. So you guys got to scratch each other's backs. You know, right. they roll you in under their Patreon. They get a little taste. You get a little cash. Like exactly. everyone works out. Well, yeah. it was all, it was the summertime. We were both, you know, when people were traveling a little more, me and the Sloppy Boys, we didn't know each other at the time, but we were up in San Francisco in Golden Gate Park uh, doing acid. And everyone, That's how you met them? That's how I you met them, it? in an acid thing. I started, you know, uh, braiding Jeff's hair. And he said, Wait, were you doing? Did you do Dutton's homemade acid, or did you have your? Did you have? I your had own? my own, but though those three were on Dutton's homemade, which is, <laughs> God, I, they were acting. I, I've never seen people <laughs> acting this welcoming and and lovely. I don't know what was in that <laughs> stuff. Oh man, that's good. I mean, Dutton's got the best acid. They're, they're great. They're all great. <laughs> but anyway, this acid was just. It made you. It made you want to to hug and love everyone and and in in a way that just was so peaceful and so uh it's it's really what we need in this world right now a little more people who just want to embrace loving everyone and loving uh humanity because i, I if i could get off my soapbox for just one second <laughs> right John, I, I oh now be, i can I hear you be better done. now that you're closer to the microphone and not standing on that uh dove uh box right there behind you <laughs> well i should, exactly and i shouldn't be Standing on a soapbox and soapboxing <laughs> about a political. Uh, well, I'll stop you know. shadowboxing so I can pay better attention. You stop soapboxing, and the two of us can converge on, uh, uh, you know, getting the understanding each other. The issues. Now you're Good. saying we don't condone drug use, but the world does need to be secretly dosed by a ma um, a major hit of acid, is what. Like awesome, right? I guess that's sort of what I'm getting at. Like uh, a strawberry be... alarm clock type. So we need some like hippie, uh, like hippie terrorist group to right. I don't see it. how I don't see that going poorly. No, it can't backfire um, at all. Yeah, no, it can't. It can't. We gotta get the suits on acid, man. We gotta get the squares to round out, brother. Here's the thing. I don't know. I think some of them are either already on acid, but they're just they're brave because the ideas they come with it are so beguiling and terrible for this country uh, uh, and humanity in general. I don't know. I just watched uh, Don't Look Up, so don't listen to me. Oh, I loved it. I totally I loved it. It was uh, it was about how anyone who's like the sheep not getting uh, the sheep getting the vaccine and stuff, right? Like, don't look up the information about what mRNA vaccines can do to you. That's, that's what, what I took I, away that, from it. That's what I took away from it, too. But I was, again, I was on some of that Dutton batch that... <laughs> The old stuff from the summer. So, and he told me it mutates. If you don't have it in cryogen, it, it mutates. Yeah, it's got a new strain of acid. It's got. It's so weird. It's weird how much it parallels. And this strain and is, uh, it hits you easier, but it's apparently milder. But you could have long trip. You have to right. be careful getting long trip. And it also, yeah, long trip is well. It's if you're into it, but you don't know how long. The longer I guess it it lasts. I don't know. But the 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 acid tabs themselves. You know, they stop moving around. The, so they get little feet on them like little bugs, and they're running all around your apartment. So you're chasing them around. That's part of it. And then you, s you crush one on the wall to be like, finally got it. And then the yeah. guts seep into your hand, and now you're tripping B-A-L-L-Z again. Yeah. Right, and you say, put on that Hendrix record. 
please. Now. <laughs> yeah, please. Christina Hendricks. You're talking about Christina Hendricks' uh, recent solo LP she put out. Yeah, she, she was Songs of Mad Men. <laughs> songs of Mad Men. Uh, songs of Mad Men done, <laughs> done it with a crazy electric guitar. She's singing songs about the corporate uh, cannabis store. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, yeah. as her character from Mad Men. And right. it's all uh, electric guitar stuff, backed yeah. up by fucking uh, Rich Somer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Replace Harry Crane on Mad Men. Gotcha. Oh, I know that. <laughs> I mean, I've seen know. the show. I'm I'm doing a little splain out for the. For no, the you got to because they're not, not that, as you, Hollywood elite like us. I've learned that the hard way, just not to assume that everyone you're talking to has seen Mad Men, because it, it can go poorly, <laughs> very poorly. If you're at a yeah, you ever been to a? Oh, I don't know. You ever been to a? goddamn dinner party and you say you start talking about Mad Men and people say I haven't seen it and you say well I've got to shut up now yeah and it's like now you're like well why am I engaging with these people if they're right. not like coming right. with the same collection of references as me I need to get it, the fuck out of here it's the most embarrassing thing a human can do is mention a show that not everyone's seen oh my god then you kind of have to act out a couple of scenes so they can get a flavor for it and then explain like you're like no right. see so I'm the lawnmower I'm going around the office and I hit the foot and then you're like okay I'm gonna hit your foot you act it like so in the show it was like you know and, and right you, you get right. everyone going then they all act it out and then you're like like, that's what I was referencing, and everyone's like, okay, dinner's ready, man. <laughs> Great. I got, uh, you know, wig hair in my dinner. Because <laughs> you've got the wigs, too. And you, oh, yeah, you're handing out you, all the wigs, yeah. Look, I don't have a blonde wig. I've got a light brown, but we'll just know that light brown is what Betty is. Uh, but I've got green for Koopa. <laughs> I wish you wore green hair in that. <laughs> You know me. That's that's well. Speaking of movies and hair and blonde hair, so you, you got you got yourself on the set of Bombshell. Now was that an was that an audition or did you show up on set just hoping to get in a role and got a role? Um, w- weirdly enough, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I think I I think it was a straight. I think it was straight offer. To be honest, I'm kind of a big dog in that Hello. way. Hello, yeah. yeah. well, like, Mister wh- Gabrus. Or I right or, this or way, I sir. maybe I auditioned for it, but like. It was a different scene, and I just said one line anyway. But they brought I play the sound guy <laughs> in for oh, I Fox. You were a camera person. No, I'm standing near person. the camera. I think that's but, uh, what I thought. The thing that was crazy about it for me was that they asked me to start the scene. I am first of all, I rarely ever work as an actor. I'm mostly a podcaster. And then when I okay. get this opportunity, I'm like, okay. And my scene, like the director comes over. Uh, Susanna Hoff's husband, Jay Roach, uh, comes over and is like, uh, so, uh, you know, you just be fixing her microphone and then you walk off camera and then we'll get the re- reverse of you. Talk. And I'm like, OK. And now my job is to put a fake microphone on Charlize Theron. <laughs> like she's got like a low cut shirt on. And I'm like <laughs> and I'm and I, my hands are fully seven inches away from her body. And I'm doing like imp- like improv right. object work that I'm putting a microphone on <laughs> and seven I, inches away and, and sweaty as all dripping hell, sweat. Sure. I mean, that's your that's your sort of vibe anyway. <laughs> yeah, right, for real. <laughs> sweaty hands. So I'm like, oh, OK. And I walk and then the director comes over. He's like, OK, so 
that looked weird on camera. You have to really get in there. I was like, I know, I know. I'm just a nervous wreck. I've never, I'm with Charlize Theron. I've never met the fucking woman. I'm just instantly into. So then I'm back over by her and she's getting her like makeup touched up because she's got a little special effects makeup on to play Megan Kelly. And she's oh, right. She, she did look very different. I thought that was good makeup. Yeah. She's got like some shit up her nose and stuff. And so she's watching a clip on a phone i wouldn't assume Charlize has a phone but she's looking at a clip <laughs> on a phone and it's of megan kelly and she's like trying to match it and she's like i don't think i'm getting it right and i'm standing there and there's like five people working on her the major celebrity i'm the guy with one line and i go hey for what it's worth i thought you crush it and i put my hand on the desk and the desk is on wheels and it just shoots away from us <laughs> And I like stumble and the desk goes like five feet away and, and you hear like, Art, can we fix the desk? Oh my and like everyone's like, reset, reset, like everything good. And I'm looking at her like <sighs> like pouring my hyperventilating and shit. She's like, I think it would be better if you uh, got cut from the scene. Right. I do too. I do too. And then I go over and I have to do one line. Uh we love you, Megan. And I do it a thousand different ways. They make good. me keep Every, to- No, that's good. You got to give the editor <laughs> options. I do it so many ways that halfway through, I'm like, I fucking am ruining this shoot. Like, there's no <laughs> way. I can't tell if the director, who was very nice to me, I have no idea if he was like, we'll just keep digging. This guy, like, we'll find something fun. Like, this is, this is a fun experience. Or he's like, homie's got one line. Let me have him hang out here for 10 minutes, like, doing it. Or, right, right. Or it was like, this guy fucking sucks. We just got to get, he's got to say one fucking, th- right, again, idiot, again. You know, I, I don't know which one it was. So fingers crossed that. Uh, well, I'm okay, in the movie. Well, I made it. I made the trailer. You, you made the, that's what I'm saying. I, I, when I saw it in theaters, I took a picture of the screen and sent it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I didn't I, have your number saved in my phone. I, I didn't have your number saved in my phone. So it was very confusing. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I do that to anyone. I, I'll, you know, I went to, uh. What did I? I went to uh, the the Spider Man movie with Tom Holland. I took a picture of him on screen, got his number, and sent it to him. He doesn't know who I am. I've never met. Oh, that I've wasn't because met. of our previous relationship that you did that. You just do that to like random celebrities. I do it to everyone, every celebrity I know. <laughs> just or, or cataloging like. everyone that appears in the movie with photos. You just out camera out on a tripod, snapping <laughs> every d- time a new actor appears on screen. Exactly, and I file it away. <laughs> I got I've got you know terabytes full of this stuff. <laughs> It's, it's a waste of time, but I like it. I send out Some 200 texts after every movie to be like, I recognize you as the uh, guy who has one line in the background of this party scene. You're like, sick, dude. Well, I'm sure you did a great job, and you were probably in your head. I uh, I, I would, I would. where can you stream that movie? Tell, let's tell the viewers to go watch it. You got to watch. I have no idea. Bump uh, up I'm gonna your guess residuals. Hulu. I'm going to guess Hulu or you <laughs> You well, could Fox, pay for it, Fox maybe News. rent it. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, rent it. Uh, buy to you know own it. Why don't you own it? Yeah, you should buy the Blu-ray. <laughs> buy, buy the Blu-ray. I do the commentary on the Blu-ray, which I thought was weird that they did. That. <laughs> it's silent for the whole movie up until your two and, shots, and then I tell that exact anecdote I just told you, and then it's out. <laughs> I mean, that's a good. That's a good. That's a potty-stopping antidote. I got paid forty-five grand to do the blu- Blu-ray commentary. And, and you wasted it all on protein powder. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I blew it all on isopure whey isolate. Uh, <laughs> and now, and I took, I drank it all. I drank it all in like the first, you know, you think you're going to stockpile, like uh, like any addict, you're like, oh, I'll make this last for a couple of years. And nope, right. I blew through 65 grand worth of protein powder in days. They I know sh- what they're doing. 
they only sell the giant tubs because they know people are going to go right through They're it. They're going to go nuts. And I fucking shit a bloody brick. I guess you need okay. to have like a little more water and veggies if you're taking in oh, that okay. much protein. I, you know, Good hindsight's twenty twenty. Hey, a little advice, yeah. you know, before we even get to the questions. We always love that <laughs> around here. I'll save that for advice for Lennon when you have me back on, when you really revamp this show and, and come up with a new, fresh idea. You know what? That That's the, that's sort of the problem. This is an advice show, but it's called Questions for Lennon. And when I ask, you know, I'll ask people for questions, and they'll write in, you know, John, what was it like working with, uh, you know, Paul or whatever. And it's like, well, that's all I could say. People, my guess people are asking, what was it like working with Paul? The hard hitting, like the hard something like that. Hard hitting <laughs> interviews. What was it like working with Paul? You know, one of the most legendary collaborations in American history. Yeah, you know, that's exactly my point. Then all I say, it was, it was great. We all know it was great. Yeah, and then my guest is sitting here like, well, I had nothing to do ever with Paul McCartney. I don't know if that's your case. I've had he, a little. I did a little because uh, I'm a big fan of the food wings. And so uh, I've the had food a, wings. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So I've had some interactions with Paul because of that. Okay. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> Paul and Linda, mostly Linda, but Paul's been there a few times. I think uh, Linda may have passed away. Oh yeah, she hasn't been there at the last few uh, chance, gotcha. chance okay. meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like? Uh, by the way, I just mentioned the office. Do you like the new offices? We've got a, a space midtown now, in New York, because everything is so cheap. I know. With, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, we jumped on it. I'm happy for you. Out of, out of the you know the weird fucked up world that earwolf is and now here you are flexing in your own studio final studio and i think i think i'm proud of you because i know you wanted to go back to the dakota and i and a lot of people are like i don't know if that's a good idea john that's spitting in the wind that's you know challenging fate and you're like (laughs) you're like fine you were because you wanted to do the show from your bed in the dakota going forward yeah yeah and as like and i kept telling uh, you know, I, I'm under the Viacom wing now, so I, under Viacom, I kept telling the heads like that's a big part of who my persona was. You know, if I, me and Yoko would s- do bed-ins, lovins, whatever it was, and uh, they said, "Well, we're sort of trying to reach a younger crowd these days. Nobody knows or cares uh, about you or what you did in bed in the '70s." So I said, "You're right." You pitched yeah. at Viacom. That's pretty exciting, man. Uh, pit. Well, I pitched and and. Got picked up by Viacom. This is oh, obviously, all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Sloppy Boys pi- Patreon is under the Viacom umbrella. Oh, I, now I, <laughs> that's good to know because I know I know Tim is tight with Sumner Redstone, so that makes sense that how you guys got that connection. I haven't met Sumner Redstone yet, and and he to, may to also act- be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I get confused well, easily because I'm constantly at psychics. You know what I mean? Right. So like right. I'm constantly engaging with the dead already. Uh-huh. So that's why it's very conf- – and that's why I never blink twice about doing your show. But then you right. articulated to me how you're not actually dead. And I'm like, right, oh, I I'm got just back. Yeah, you're yeah. just back. But Yeah, it's for- funny that I know – my whole thing is that I've come – I just came back to life. But anytime a dead person's mentioned, I act like they can- – I don't just go along with it. Maybe they're alive too. Right. Yeah. Maybe they're back. Maybe Sumner Redstone's back. Maybe Linda Maybe. McCartney's back. Maybe. Who knows? I, I guess I just I, it stops and starts with me, with John Lennon, and that's a big problem of mine that I'm working through in therapy. John, you're in therapy? You got to go to therapy, John. Oh, shit. I got to try it. I, th- so, I, I was just doing a person impersonation of Ringo when he told me. Oh, okay. That. Good. I thought you were telling me I have to no, go to no, therapy. No. <laughs> no, you got to go to therapy, John. You're making a fool of yourself all the time. 
Okay, that also weirdly works for that me. Was too. You. That <laughs> okay, was that to you. Okay, that one was for me. All right, good. Because it sounded because you were doing a good Ringo impression, but I because Ringo also told me to go to therapy, but I was just a dude in the crowd at that time. He just said like, "This guy needs therapy," and uh, do, 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 you know that's its whole thing too. Because after that happened, I said, "You got to go to therapy too. You're treating people. That's not a good way to treat people." Yeah, some people go to therapy message. and then like lord them lord that over you. Like I go to therapy, so there's no way I could be considered a bad person. Right. I, yeah. I did that for a little while. It's that's not funny though. I had to go to a second therapist for that. <laughs> to kind of combat all the bad behavior my first therapist was giving right. me. Right. I I do one therapist for each problem I have. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Right. So what is your list of problems again? Uh <laughs> making everything about me, me first. Okay. That's one. I have that one. Uh uh, therapist two is for lording therapy over everyone. Okay, I don't have that one, but I uh, therapy uh, uh, three is my relationship with my uh, ex-wife. Okay, Yoko. Yoko. Number four is smoking. Trying to get off smoking. <laughs> I don't have that one. I don't have the Yoko one or the smoking one. Uh, and then five is just uh, five is just a free for all. Just whatever's on your mind that day. <laughs> My therapist is trying to stop me from eat. Like I like wings so much, the food that I uh, like. I get a blind spot, and I've eaten uh, Blu-rays of the show Wings. I've eaten uh, countless LPs of from the band Wings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, then you got dental problems too, and 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 uh, yeah, I, gastrointestinal. I'm sure. Well, I and I'm afraid of the dentist, so I have to go to another therapist to uh, do. Uh, 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 what's it called where they make you engage with the thing you're afraid of? I forget what it's oh, called. Oh, exposure therapy. Yeah, I'm doing exposure therapy. So my therapist pulls out little drills and little water yeah. things and little. He does Mister Sucky to me, which is where he sucks me off and says, "This okay. should make you feel better." Okay. And, and does it help at all? It does, does help. Any of this... Well, okay. yeah, I mean, head helps, baby. But, like, I don't think, like, I'm not into it, but he seems to think it works for me. I can't really tell. You know, it's like one of those things. It's like CBD. Like, I, it, it, it might be doing something in the background, but I can't really point to how right. much this guy's sucking me off so I am safe, feel safe going to the dentist. I don't know how much that really helps me. Well, as long as you're happier <laughs> and healthier, that's, uh, that's all we can say. And uh, you know what? I'm going to not go to uh, my second therapist anymore. I'm going to lord therapy over people more. I think you should. It's not a bad idea. Uh, is, uh, should we get to, let's, let's get to, let's get to it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. This is a good one here. Dear John and guest, that's you. I've always wanted to try an open mic, and I think I am finally going to do it in 2022. There's just one problem. I have crippling stage fright. It's hard to imagine, LOL, song of mine, that you've ever had this issue, but maybe you've encountered other performers who have. Is there some sort of pre-show ritual I can do to settle my nerves? All the best, Sadie. Sadie S- wants to get up and do jo- and do the jokes. Sadie, I, I I love that. I love that. It's weird how many people want to do comedy that have stage fright. It's like you could do so many other things that don't involve getting on stage. If you have, like, yeah, but then you I don't want- get the then you don't get the admiration, <laughs> right? But there's other ways to get it. You, comedy is not even about stages anymore, unfortunately, in 2022. It's Interesting. about Interesting. videos and TikToks and memes right. and shit. And, like, even, and what we're doing here. Yeah. Pod, podding. Wh- whatever this is called, podcasting. Uh, <laughs> ungracefully holding on to a, an idea for as long as you possibly can. Like whatever we're, whatever we're doing here, whatever we want to call it. Yeah, whatever you want to do. 
But we'll call it podcasting, comedy podcasting. We'll call it podcasting for now, just for right now. Uh, But Sadie, that's that's a big choice. And the only real way to get over stage fright is funny that I mentioned my therapist that sucks me off. Uh, And I'm not I'm not recommending that for anyone else. That's a very personal, specific treatment. But sort of your thing. Yeah. But exposure to stage time is the only real way to fight stage fright. I believe, right? right? Like, you got to get up there. And, and you know, here's the thing. If you keep thinking about doing it and not doing it, uh, that's worse. Yeah, it's it. only going to get it's only gonna get harder and worse to get it started. And, look, it's hard to make take your first swing at art. And if, for the sake of this podcast, we're going to consider stand-up comedy art. And uh, it's hard to take your first swing because you probably have taste in comedy. Uh, Sadie, you probably like good comedians or good comedy, and you're right. like, okay, when I do it, it's nothing like the good people. Exactly. It kinda, what I do sucks, but I'm a fan. I have a good taste in comedy. I want to do better. And that's just an inevitability that you have to square right. for the first decade, Everyone two sucked. decades of year. <laughs> yeah. Chris Rock sucked. Ah, he was so the I, worst. I when I used to see him do stuff, because I was here in New York at the time, I would see him, little guy. He was, he was just a kid coming up, and he'd, he'd do jokes about, you know, the people didn't like him in his family, or he knew, uh, you know, po- he knew Pootie Tang or whatever. And I'm sitting there. No one knows Pootie Tang. Hasn't come out yet. You suck. You know, and he yeah, took, I- and he. And, and a lot of people say that was uh, Chris Rock wasn't a great stand-up comedian starting out, but o- other people say uh, Hecklers kind of really undid him early on in his career. And yeah, he took a year off after that. He did one show, took a year, and I don't. I was going to these open mics just to heckle people, and that's not good. And that's open why he named his. That's why he named his special "Bring the Pain" because that was in reference to you. He was like, "Come, come, get it, Lennon. I'll right. fucking smoke you." Yeah, yeah, and and then he did. You know, he came back and you know he's got a great career and he's a, he's a good stand-up, but. Uh, he and I have done some shows back to back. Well, I'll open for him, and uh, I do fine. It's mostly just me telling stories about the Beatles, and then he'll come on and uh, roast me. Uh, and I'm not there; I leave. You know, I don't stick around and watch other comedians. I do my thing, and I'm gone. Yeah, you got it. Like, cause you're you're running around. You're doing twelve, thirteen uh, opening acts a night. Exactly for all, all the top comedians. I open for them, and then they spend a lot of time roasting me. But I'm not there, so I don't hear it, and I don't care. I don't know how to receive. I don't know how to set my iPhone to receive video because people send them to me all the time. <laughs> oh, you don't have the video reception uh, filter on on your iPhone. Nah. It's maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Oh, yeah, I, there's just it's, no it's explanation. The brand new, it's the 13. It's the 13x. <laughs> oh, the 13x. Nice, yeah, the 13x. <laughs> that one can go big, fully underwater. I feel like it's right. Big as your fucking house. <laughs> I know. Well, I do live in a small house. Yes. <laughs> That wasn't a dig. No, I know, but it it is a weird coincidence that, yeah. For the listeners, uh, obviously John can tell this because we're on Zoom or I'm in the studio with you. Which one is it? Oh, we're on Zoom. Which, we're, we're staying apart. Okay, yeah. So I'm in my house, and uh, it's a very tiny house, and John knows that because my laptop is technically on the roof of my house, and my head is sticking out the chimney, and I'm Zooming with him from there. My body is inside the house, as a matter of fact. I'm... Uh, I'm, make, I'm making an windows. omelet. My arms are out the windows. I'm making an omelet with my feet. And I'm. Uh, that's maybe why I'm a little spacey on this podcast. I'm sorry. I have to whip up breakfast for the rest of my family while I uh, record. Now, are they, are they normal size eggs? 
Oh, uh, no, they're ostrich eggs. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's that's what was throwing me off because yeah, you're it's so a, big. I'm so big, like, the house he, is small, and the eggs are... Is he are... huge? And the egg, now the eggs... Are, I don't know. I, I'm nope. not positive either, but uh, the wife needs ostrich eggs because she's allergic to chickens, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't fully understand. But yeah. all you need is one, and you can get a fucking huge omelet. Yeah. You get a thing going. It's tough with... It's just tough doing acid uh, before these shows. Oh, yeah. You're telling me. I fucking... You feel like all the eggs you're holding are as big as bowling balls. And I, you... I could not even figure out how to get the hotspot going to connect to oh. the internet because yeah. once you're on the roof, the modem is just fucking whack. The right. Wi-Fi is beat at my house. You're, you're making breakfast for people who don't exist. Oh, it's, it's a nightmare. It's, it's the, <laughs> they, they, I can see them, but they just won't take the food. Now, back, okay. to, back to Sadie for a second. Back to Sadie. Analyze why you want to do comedy. Tell me what you want, why, like, you know, think about why you want to do comedy. Do you want to just get your voice out there? Because there's ways that don't involve the stage if you have stage fright, you know. There's, like, you can shoot a front-facing video. Here's the thing, though. You could do all those things, but I would say don't not try the stand-up. No, yeah, don't skip the stand-up. that seems like you're making a decision. There's something I want to do. I know there's this problem in front of me, and try it out. Get over it. Don't get over it. Uh, but you know me when I would do when I was first re- playing with the the Beatles, uh, when we used to be called which band? Oh yeah, yeah, the Beatles. The, yeah, uh, those, yeah. The, the, the band I've been uh, most most people know me from this band. The right, right, right. Uh, my, you know, I used to I used to be backstage, just throwing. I'd have my guitar out, throwing up all down the front of me, all over the guitar, and <laughs> just nervous as all hell, trembling. Have. Every anyone who would talk to me, I'd sort of I can't do this right. I can't talk to you. And, uh, you know, I'd go out there with you know, disgusting throw-up all over myself. And I got over that. Probably the last time I did that was at the Shea Stadium gig. Oh, wow. That's kind of a famous gig of it, you guys. It took me a while <laughs> to get over there. Yeah, if you look, the, the video's grainy, but if you look close, you can see stains all over my graces. Oh, interesting. Because the first time I saw you was at a Zappa concert. You and Yoko mm-hmm. jumped up on stage with Zappa in the 70s. And it was, uh, yeah. it was you didn't seem nervous at all. And that must have been, uh, you know, you were... But now, in hindsight, I'm like, interesting outfit choice by him to wear a bib covered in chunks. And then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's vomit. He's, and yeah, now yeah. now it's like all, you know, you're the uh, Rosetta, you're unlocking everything. You're the key. Like, this conversation here is explaining a lot of stuff I witnessed exactly. in that first performance. Exactly. Which I thought was fantastic, by the way. Thank that's, you. Well, we had so much fun up there. You know, Zappa was a genius, oh, an absolute fu- genius. Wild man. Loved it. Wild man. Uh, but but yeah, you just got to get over it, and you'll be might have stage fright for a long time. But uh, if you don't do anything about it, that's bad news, Sadie. Yeah, and uh, if you never do comedy again, but you get over your stage fright, like that will help you in life in general too. <laughs> right, because maybe you, you don't like to do comedy anymore, but you like being a CEO of a huge business who has to speak to every <laughs> right. employee. Well, you've got uh, some some uh, experience under your belt. Well, when and you inevitably what? when you inevitably have to make a video apologizing for a fucked up thing you did, Sadie, like it'll be good to be over your stage fright so you're able to get one of those notes apologies right. out because uh, that's just an inevitability in society now. Everyone has to eventually make an apology video. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, okay, <laughs> Sadie, I think I think I think you're ready to go. All right, here's another one. Hello, John, and special guest. That's you again, John. Hell yeah. Do you think I should sew a bunch of buttons on my hat? I think it'll look really cool, but my neighbor says it'll make me look like a stupid person. I hope you can help me out with this. Love the show. Sincerely, 
Maybe a button hat person from India. From from Indiana. A baby button hat person from Indiana? No. Maybe. Sincerely, maybe a button hat person from Indiana. Dearly, dear, maybe a button hat person from Indiana. Uh, I feel like I don't know who your neighbor is. If they're not uh, Miranda Presley or whatever her name is from Devil Wears Prada, I think you can just wear whatever you want. Uh, I don't. Yeah, don't listen to the neighbors. The neighbors don't know how uh, you're supposed to dress. Trust me, my neighbors are the band Hanson, and they're constantly trying to tell me how to live my life, what to wear. They're like, you're walking the dog in flip flops. It's bad for your back. And I'll be like, drop it, Isaac. You know, and so you can't let your neighbors run your life. That's like, no. Yeah. No matter how famous they are, or unfamous, they are infamous, famous, not famous, normal, basic. You Whatever can't let them tell you what to wear, when to be quiet, what to do with the leaves on the front lawn, anything like that. No, 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 no. You that's not up to them. Let them post passive aggressive shit on next door about your hat your hat covered in buttons. Right. Now, separately, I think it's dumb. But that doesn't matter because again, you're not thinking about what your neighbor wants, and you definitely aren't thinking about what the special guest for a random episode of Questions for Lenin cares about. But I will this is tell a you, random episode. This is this is the February episode. <laughs> oh, it's not just a random episode; it's the February oh. episode. Hell yeah, dude! I'm stoked to be here for the shortest month. Hopefully, you guys rack up enough patrons uh, to keep the keep the uh, lights on over at Viacom. Uh, I yeah, think we're doing all right. Sewing buttons on your hat also, I feel like you don't sew buttons on. You pin them on, and you sew on patches. Well, here's, I mean, the button, the sewing type of button would be like a shirt button. You know, that's sewn on you. Oh, oh, I didn't even think, because I'm not thinking that's right. something that goes on a hat, but maybe that I'm is. Because I'm thinking, right now, so I want more information, first of all. Are, you, are we talking about a cap? Are we talking about Yes, uh, a stocking cap, a scully. A, Right, uh, yeah. winter hat, something like that, a top hat, beret. Yeah, these uh, these could all look great depending on the buttons. Are the buttons all one color? Are they all? Who knows what the hell's going? Yeah, because if you're sewing buttons on, it sounds like shirt buttons, and I, that could look cool on a hat. Right, I was thinking right. more like I like Ike and like you know like make love yeah. not war buttons and shit like that. Like, right, right. Stuff that Which, you would have had on like a military jacket like four exactly. years ago, fifty years ago, peace yeah. frog or something like yeah. that. Yeah, the old peace frog. You know, maybe something that says the misfits. So you yeah, want to yeah. The misfits thing. Uh, uh, or so are you uh, are you taking a hat and sewing sewing patches on, which is also a cool thing. Now, if that mm-hmm. if that's sewing a patch on because it uh, shows off something you like, or you like the color or the flare, or it's covering a hole in your hat, then I'm pro patches. I guess right. I'd have to see you in the hat. I think I think you're right. I want to know what type of hat it is. Uh, we need to I know what type of hat and what type of buttons, really. Uh, right. Like, we can do, maybe we should record 11 permutations of this response where we assume each, then we reach out to maybe a button hat person in Indiana, ask them which one was correct, and then we air right. that one. Now, do you think, I don't think there's 11 different, I think 10 tops of the yeah. different options th- you could have. 11 I think based on the fact that one. we have two questions up in the air, I think the the permutation is like six to eight potential outcomes. Yeah. I will say this though, I, I think uh I think you should do the button hat. You think it's gonna look cool and I will I'll take your opinion on that. You gotta just do what you think is cool. Don't worry about the neighbors, as we said. 
But uh, if you're putting buttons on a hat, you just got to be aware. You know, a lot of people don't think about this. One button on a hat, fine. Two buttons on a hat, probably fine. Getting up to four, five, six, uh, 18, 20 buttons on a hat to cover the hat, it's going to be a lot heavier. So don't just, without doing any type of neck stretches, just throw this hat on willy-nilly. Hey, it's done. Look at this. You're going to end up, you're going to end up in traction. Not to mention the stolen valor of Vietnam vets who wear a lot of pins on their buttons on their hats. Like you don't right. want to, you don't want to seem like a guy who's like a, uh, you know, a VFW POW MIA kind of guy. Like right, you don't want that kind of stolen valor. Also, little known fact from take it from me, a guy who wore a bunch of buttons on a hat once and some pins, and then went to hit a soccer ball Ooh, with his head while he was playing with there. his friends. And all the backs of the pins and buttons dug into my skull and really hurt. So just keep that in mind as you button up that hat. That could be tough. Uh, But, yeah, again, send in in the picture to to John Lennon, questionjohnlennon at gmail.com, and we'll we'll put it on the Sloppy Boys thing. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. We'll uh, we'll send it Whatever they do. I I don't do. Give it to Sumner Redstone, and he'll post it to the uh, CBS (laughs) website or whatever. We'll put it out. We'll do a whole show of it on... um, Paramount Plus. uh, (laughs) Paramount Plus. Just 30, 40 minutes of of some different views of that thing. And also, this isn't part of your advice, maybe a button hat person in Indiana, but move out of Indiana, okay? Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Now, wait a minute. This could be this could be somebody who plays for the Pacers. Ooh, or the Colts. You know? Yeah. Or the Colts. Maybe this a This could be mm. who, who do I know on the Colts? Uh Carson Wentz. Could be Carson Wentz. He's maybe Carson Wentz. He's maybe a button hat guy. <laughs> and if that's the case, I would say maybe don't focus so much on the button hat for now. Yeah. Focus on the playoffs. Making sure you don't lose me money in the fucking Oh shit, John, you're a sports guy. Fucking I, God. Yeah, I put so much time and effort into the, the Indiana Colts for my fantasy team. I know you're a FanDuel guy, too, as well. You're a big FanDuel right. guy. <laughs> I'm on FanDuel. I'm uh, parlaying. I'm uh, <laughs> figuring out what it means to get all that uh, special free cash they tell you about in the, in the uh, whatever it is, commercial. In the ads on my podcast. Uh, point is, it's, it's, <laughs> point is, it's now, it's... Uh, uh, you can you can use it, FanDuel in New York, and everyone knows it. Yeah, go nuts. You'd it's have fun. Be, it's legal. It's you'd fun. You have to not own a TV or see a billboard or anything ever to not know what's happening in New York. It's everywhere. <laughs> well, uh, crazy hat person from Indiana. I hope that helped. Now, John, this isn't uh, this isn't a question per se, but it very well could be. We talk. We're talking about. We're talking about February. The Ooh. it's it it's it is Valentine's Day month. What are you doing for it? <laughs> um, that's interesting. I'm I'm doing some traveling around Valentine's Day, and I actually return on February thirteenth. So I kind of have to slap something together asap. As a matter of fact, I think because I'm traveling for work, I might be okay. able to get my wife to be in charge of the valentine's day plans like okay. i might be i might be able to deputize her to be sure. like you figure out what we're doing you know there's there's a nicer way maybe to say that but <laughs> you could you don't know our dynamic john sure <laughs> you know, some some couples 
the roughness is where the toughness was. Oh, we're yeah, all yeah. where it's soft. The devil's in the details and the angels yes. in between. <laughs> oh boy. So my, but maybe there's also the option of eh, doing a little planning ahead of time, or ooh yes, <laughs> writing emails while you're on the road. <laughs> right, maybe that's what I should do. That could uh, be a possibility. I should look into and have something ready to rock for us. That would be that would be nice. Are you one of these husbands who, if if you don't have something great going on Valentine's Day, you you lose it, you put up a huff? I'll know. be. I'm. I'm. If I'm not. If I'm not feeling special on Valentine's Day, right? My, I will not fuck my wife for months at a time. Like I will just okay. be like, you're. Uh, it's. Co- we call it the Cold War. The Cold War has begun, and now wow. I sit in the other room and just jerk off and let her know, no way you're getting laid. Oh, <laughs> not until. And we started dating. On February tenth, two thousand and three. So, so technically, our anniversaries like are like we first started, and we've only been we've been married now for ten years, but we've been together for coming up on nineteen years. Wow! And so we always kind of celebrated February tenth, rolled into uh, Valentine's Day as our valiversary. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I don't say that very often, but that's very cute. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So we, I, now that I've said that, I'm <laughs> realizing I really should plan something special. And, <laughs> that might be nice. And uh, I've never John- seen I've never seen more sincere panic on your face <laughs> in my entire life. John can attest to this. I've got my arms out the windows of my house, and I'm writing on an, a pad right now to, on my to-do list to remember Valentine's Day. And the pad is a yellow beach towel, so now I'm even more confused. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of fucking with scale a lot here. You know, we're sort right. of like uh, like letting it, keeping everyone confused. It's uh, it's like Lord of the Rings. I've you know Gandalf and Frodo in like forced perspective. It's yeah. all to make my dick look normal sized honestly because when i pull it out everyone's like that's really small i'm like it looks small because my body's huge the eggs are huge the pad is huge it's that's an average size. yeah it's an average size cock if you really boil it down and don't if you boil, boil it down because then it shrinks <laughs> <laughs> these things are mostly water <laughs> that's interesting well that's good advice too i guess don't yeah. boil down don't your boil dick. down your dick well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us, John. What do you think? We helped some people today. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, I so Hat too. Person and Sadie are ready to go. That was the They're two that go. we talked to, right? <laughs> that's the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave, we gave. I think, good advice for one and the best we could for the other. I feel like uh, you're pretty close to this podcast changing his name to just Question for Lennon. <laughs> like, you're only one off from being Question for Lennon today. Oh, that would be the dream. <laughs> oh, yeah. That people still pay dream. for the <laughs> the upgrade, the still pay for the perk, but they don't yes, mind exactly. that it's 21 minutes long. <laughs> 21 minutes? I mean, I'm clocking it at 40 here. Uh, that's what I'm saying, but you could get it down to 20. I see what you're saying. I, what I'd like to do, what I would love this podcast to be is bump up the Patreon price to 35 <laughs> $35 a month. Yeah. From 10 and it's not I no guests. It's me. I flip on the record button for forty five minutes. Go about whatever I'm doing. I Maybe not even talking. Room. Maybe you're just right <laughs> making tea by myself. You might hear me read. You might hear me answer a telephone call. And at the forty five minutes, auto shut off. Uploads immediately for the month. There you go. There we go. Edit out anything that my guest Gabrus might have said uh, that could be dangerous, and then keep right, on right. moving and grooving. Yeah, but you could have been the phone call I got, and, and there we go. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Of course I'm kidding. I love the Patrons. <laughs> I love you to death. I'm so glad you're here listening to us. And uh, you may be getting some advice, too. And having fun. That's a big part of it, too. <laughs> yeah, you got to have some fun. Please. John, what's what's up for you for the rest of the day? For the rest of the day today, I'm going to be... You're in California, so you've got some time. I've got some time. I'm going to hit the gym, I believe. Ooh. You know, I'm trying Ooh. to get trying to get those biceps popping. And then hey, I might... with, with, with Valentine's Day coming up, work on those glutes. Why not? Oh, yeah. I got, I'm down to the last bit of my protein powder. You know, I had like, uh, you know, 600 pounds. Now I'm down to the last bit. So one last workout, one last protein shake, one last Good. shit of blood brick, and then I'm ready to fucking, ready to rock, you know. God, you're probably, you're probably looking forward to that last one. Oh, I can't wait to be done. I mean, I can't glad wait it's going to be done. Yeah, I can't wait to have that behind me or underneath That's me gotta... or out of here, out of me, however you want to phrase blood, it. Blood you don't want to see coming out of you, and brick doesn't sound pleasant. So. No, 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 no. Uh, That's... Unless it's, you're talking about the song Brick, in which case that sounds equally unpleasant, but is got some good melodies. It's got a good melody, but it's not the thing you want, you know, when you're on a jog, maybe to come up popping up on a Spotify playlist. <laughs> no, no, no. It, that doesn't help you in that. Right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, beautiful but song. Then you get but halfway through, and you sing, think, think to yourself, well, I, I guess it would be disrespectful now to skip it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think he got. Eve Six got their five cents or three point oh three cents for me playing it. Might as well skip it now. Oh, that's that's Ben Folds, baby. Oh, Ben Folds, ben right, Folds. right. And the Ben Folds Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were on the side stage at Lollapalooza '94 when I was there. Is that so? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think of a better venue for that type of piano rock. A festival started by a metalhead. Yeah, the headliners were Wu Tang and Metallica, and then they, Ben Folds was playing a side stage at the same time. <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> You've got anything to plug? You uh, are you going on tour this month? I am. I, I am not, but I do have uh, a Patreon as well, and I'm a fan of Patrons. Uh, I have an action. Uh, it's called Action Boys, and we're at right. actionboys.biz or Patreon.com/slash/actionboys. Uh, Z and boys and biz, uh, and <laughs> it's a it's a breakdown of 70, 80s, 80s, and 90s action movies. We talk about every movie for at this point longer than the runtime of their movies. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a podcast for everyone, but it is a real bang for your buck podcast. For five dollars a month, you get over twelve hours of movie Whoa. talk. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> and if you sign up now, you get over uh, five years of three-hour episodes. Oh. So, like, you can jam through. Sign up for one month, listen to as much as you want, hate yourself, and and cancel. I'll still take that five dollars. Thank there you, you so go. much. Yeah. Uh, now, what is some of your favorite uh, episodes of the movies that you've done on there so far? Ooh, uh, the, uh, we have some free episodes out, too, so you can get a sniff if you want. Like, you could just search Action Boys uh, on gotcha. on any app, and you can maybe listen to the Roadhouse episode, which is one of our favorites. Uh, the um, Highlander episode, which is one of our favorites. Um, I see. One of my personal favorites was we did three hours and 40 minutes on the movie The Program during last year's Sports Timber. So, wow. uh, yeah, I don't like if anyone's going anywhere near four hours on a 90 minute football movie, I think you got to check it out for pure like drive by insanity. Uh, that's that's crazy. a lot. That's a long time. I've never seen that movie. Is is uh, <clears throat> is Sports Timber September or December? Uh, it's September. It's two weeks in September. We okay, have we celebrate some holidays. We have sep uh, Sports Timber. We have uh, 
the Horror Boys in October, where we do two horror movies. And yeah. then we also have Ninja Vember, where we do ninja movies in November. <laughs> We've got it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> How about Dune June, where you just talk about Dune? Oh, okay. I love it. <laughs> You're going to have to pay me for it. All right, John, thanks so much for coming by. And for the rest of you, good luck out there. Good luck, slugger. <laughs>